Industry Pods and Evergreen Podcast Network are pleased to present the following podcast. Well, now entering onto our virtual main stage is Casper Networks, co-founder and CTO of Casper Labs, Meta Palika, here to introduce Casper, the blockchain for small but also large projects. Thank you so much. I'm very happy to be here. Uh, today, I'm going to talk a little bit about Casper, uh, the future-proof blockchain. So let's dive right in. So we're here today because we believe that blockchain can be a quantum leap for society. I started Casper because I knew that blockchain could transform entire industries. And when most people think about blockchain, they think about crypto. But the technology is much more than cryptocurrency, right? Cryptocurrency is the first widely known use of public blockchain. And as we set out to build Casper, I learned that the technology in the market does not meet the basic business platform requirements that I would expect in my own decision-making processes when I would select a technology platform. So we set out to build a protocol and platform that meets these requirements. So how did I know what enterprises needed? Well, prior to being involved in the space, I spent the past two decades at marquee software companies as a technical leader responsible for quality and core product delivery. I was responsible for delivering robust, reliable SaaS software and accountable to business stakeholders for uptime features and customer satisfaction. I was entrusted to make technical product decisions for the company on a daily basis. So today I'll walk you through how Casper solves these key business problems in simpler ways than any other blockchain solution in the market. So what's the most important value proposition of blockchain? It's its security. And most protocols get into the TPS race However, in so doing, know that they are making trade-offs in security. And they do this by using statistical models or have classes of network participants or use voting mechanisms for participant selection. But all these methods compromise security and decentralization. And when I'm talking about participants, I'm talking about miners or validators in proof-of-stake networks. These factors can potentially put businesses at risk. So a solution was needed to effectively solve what we call the blockchain trilemma of security, scalability, and decentralization, while also addressing several key issues that impede real-world enterprise blockchain adoption. So why do we believe that Casper is truly the first future-proof enterprise-ready blockchain? Well, in order to upgrade applications, for example, Blockchain has to integrate into existing architectures. And the Casper network is specifically designed to make it easier for enterprises to build, test, and deploy blockchain-enabled applications alongside their existing tech stack. All of these features are designed not only to provide the most robust yet flexible on-chain environment, but also to make it as easy as possible for businesses and other organizations to start building on Casper. The blockchain space is riddled with brand new programming languages and developer tools to help make smart contract authoring easier. None of these proprietary languages will give your users or your developers the freedom to select the tooling and workflow that they need to ship features. Because in the end, in business, you have to ship features and you have to do it fast. You also have to hire and retain staff. For sure, when I selected a platform for my applications, 
the skills available to me on my team, and the compatibility with existing tool chains were a huge consideration in my decision-making processes. So we created a platform that used existing programming languages and the developer ecosystem with open standards that we found in Rust with WebAssembly. And we adapted our virtual machine and protocol to integrate fully into existing development processes. A really important point to note is that the Casper virtual machine is available to run locally on a developer integrated environment, an IDE, very much like the Java runtime environment, the Java virtual machine runs in IDEs today. So when you want to do Java development, you can build and run and test your Java code in an IDE. Well, you can do the exact same thing with Casper contracts. You don't need a full node for a majority of your development. In this day and age, being green is a huge consideration. And I'm really proud to say that Casper leads in ESG compliance. And beyond being energy efficient, we put a lot of time and effort into the robustness and the efficiency and effectiveness of the Casper protocol. So nodes can operate with just four cores and 32 gigabytes of RAM and a nominal 500 gigabytes of disk space. This makes the infrastructure easy to obtain and budget for. And while this is really important for enterprises when they're using blockchain technology, it's even more important with decentralization because we want as many users as possible to run Casper nodes on the public network. And being this easy to run and running on such a nominal footprint makes it possible. <laughs> so Casper has both upgradable and immutable contracts. And we're well aware that a lot of the other protocols in the space tout their immutability properties. And again, Casper does support immutable contracts, but we believe that there's significant space for enterprise where they need to have governed upgrades of their smart contracts because they are accountable to stakeholders and customers and have to fix bugs, add new features, and continue enhancing those smart contracts as new requirements emerge in their business. It's possible even for decentralized organizations to govern protocols that are on chain through upgrades because Casper supports many, many multi-signatures on an account, up to a thousand persons can sign a deploy, making enabling uh, decentralized governance for the upgrade of contracts possible and fully on chain. And I'll go into Casper accounts later in the presentation. When we say future-proof, this means that the protocol has to be upgradable, right? What you're seeing here on screen is three very, very big platforms, right? Protocol platforms that are constantly being upgraded. And the Casper protocol isn't any different. We designed the protocol. Its architecture is very, very modular both from the ROSM runtime all the way through to the consensus component, these core components can be upgraded and swapped out as new technologies come to market. And we chose this architecture in order to ensure that the protocol can be maintained both now and into the future, not just by Casper Labs, but by the decentralized developer community that will eventually emerge and take ownership of the code base. So I hinted a little bit about business applications and what they need around accounts. 
And they have complex permissioning schemes and structures for a reason. And while it's possible to include all these access control requirements within smart contracts, it makes the contracts needlessly complicated and very expensive to run. So we decided to build a robust account infrastructure that makes it obvious how many signatures are applied to a transaction, along with the associated keys for any given account. Casper accounts are much, much more than an address. It's even possible to run contracts in the account context, as well as smart contract contexts themselves, providing storage at either the account level or the contract level. Keys can be authorized for either transactions or permission management. And this separates the concerns of access control from permission management. So if you think in your typical enterprise, you have your IT operations group versus your actual operations group, and you want to give IT only the permission to manage keys versus actually executing contracts. And this structure enables that. So what's the result of all these features? Casper will support all the technology stakeholders in the enterprise. We're also working um, actively on innovative ways to stabilize the cost of transactions, making the use of public blockchain infrastructure predictable and easy to budget for. And in so doing, we intend to take care of the finance team's needs as well. Let's talk a little bit about the Casper ecosystem. We believe in decentralization, and as such, the project has a clear separation of concerns with three entities, a for-profit organization for whom I work for, known as Casper Labs, a not-for-profit organization that manages the public protocol, the Casper Association, and the DevX DAO, which is a decentralized autonomous organization that issues grants to builders wanting to work on decentralized projects. We have a growing ecosystem. These are just a few of the on-chain contracts that are available today. We support these contracts as well as many SDKs in Java, JavaScript, C-sharp, Golang, and Python, and many, many more. These are standard contracts that meet the current Ethereum specifications. We also have EIP uh, 1155 as well as 721 implemented along with both Dutch auctions, reverse Dutch auctions, and blind auctions ready to go as part of the Casper infrastructure. So I've told you a lot about what's available today on Casper. Let's talk a little bit about what's coming because I'm really excited about our future roadmap. So we just released 1.4.1 and we were able to reduce latency by almost 4x for the processing of transactions. We reduced our block time from one minute to 32 seconds. All transactions in Casper are finalized from the moment they're executed because we perform execution of transactions after consensus. So this isn't just about transaction processing. This is actual finalization of your transactions in 32 seconds. In 1.4.2, we'll be releasing enhancements to the auction contract, as well as an enhanced developer user experience within the testing context that I referred to earlier. That is the Casper VM that runs locally, enabling DAP developers now to get all details of the call stack, as well as a return value and other features that enable the easier and smoother debugging of contracts, as well as using unit tests. In 1.5, we will be releasing fast synchronization. This will pave the way for thin clients. And I'm really proud to say that we are way ahead of the curve compared to the other protocols in releasing our thin client. 
With Q2 2022, we will be releasing Casper 2.0, and this is the account and contract unification that will release the ability of contracts to stake, as well as multi-signature upgrades and contracts that pay for themselves. Our research prog uh, progress is also planned out for 2021 and 2022. We'll be looking at an uh, enhanced highway protocol as well as composite shards and gas fee stabilization, as I indicated. Thank you so much for your attention. I look forward to connecting with all of you in the community. Please follow us at Casper underscore network on Twitter and catch us at casperlabs.io. Thank you for your attention.